welcome to Back in Control Radio with Dr. David Hanscom. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Back in Control Radio with Dr. David Hanscom. I'm your host, Tom Masters, and our guest today is Lisa Goodpastor. She's the founder of the Stephood Project and author of the forthcoming book, Surviving Stephood. She's a parental alienation survivor and childhood trauma educator. Welcome. Thank you, Tom. Welcome, Lisa. I'm excited to have you on the show. Um, so Lisa and I met a few years ago, maybe four years ago. Now, Lisa, by the mm-hmm. by phone, I think we this seen you in Zoom is the first time I've actually seen you or quote met you. But yeah. um, we met through a common process in a way called the Hoffman process, which we'll talk about in a second. So when I first talked to Lisa years ago, she just was starting her journey back and forth and was going through some tough times. So I don't want to spend too much time in the tough times. She has so much to offer in a positive way. But could you just briefly tell us how you um, became motivated to find the Stephood process, process or the Stephood <laughs> project? Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, David. Yeah, so I think my story is one of millions. Uh, you know, uh, very tough childhood and uh, kind of like how I survived trauma as a child, I survived it as an adult, I pushed everything down. So my body got really sick and we didn't know what was going on. And luckily um, we found, we were listening to Coast to Coast, we found you. And then uh, the next thing is uh, the Hoffman process was in your book and uh, made a call, filled out all the information, and it was the most rewarding, illuminating experience I've ever experienced in my life. It was freeing. It was the first time I actually felt whole. It was uh, all I could think of is like, why doesn't everybody go go there? This should be in schools. I was just so... um, just so grateful to know that there are people that help you and get out of the childhood. Um, I like to call it, you know, coffin because you're kind of stuck in it until right. you're brave enough to kind of go and, and deal with that, that, you know, dark side a little bit. So the Hoffman process is a, um, now it's a, when I did it, it was an eight day process. It's now a seven day process. And um, Napa Valley, also Connecticut, but they also have centers all around the world. And they've now, you know, taken care of over 100,000 people over since 1960s. And I'm going to let you explain, because I could talk, I could talk about Hoffman forever, because Hoffman also dramatically changed my life, as you well know. And I think our first conversation that you and I had was after you had done Hoffman. So can you just give um, a producer a brief overview of the basic philosophy of, of Hoffman? what they're trying to do or accomplish right so with with the stephood project and like what i learned um with the hoffman is you know we all come into this world um kind of dependent on our parents right and you know we all love our parents uh it's just no one really teaches you when you're not taught certain things because of your childhood um you're kind of lost a little bit in you know or a lot in life especially as you adult more and uh, i was always very curious of why i had such disproportionate reactions and uh in my in my case it was parental alienation and 
uh, when I, you know, chose to go to the Hoffman, I was so excited because I wanted to be free. And the fact that that could happen within, you know, I mean, seven days, yes, but then it's, a, you know, a life journey. Right. So how I'm implementing that is, I'm using everything that I've learned along my path from, you know, childhood all the way up to being a parent myself. And I'm turning what was really evil into something really good to help um, ignite a movement and awareness so that our families, our kids especially feel heard and that they get the, the right kind of uh, care that I think parents maybe forget or weren't educated enough on like, you know, what really does happen to the developing brain and why, how can a kid get easily brainwashed? And so, um, you know, once you, you kind of dive into that, it's, you realize like just how many of us live through that and are still struggling through that. And if there's any way to help even one person especially when it starts to interfere with your physical part. Not only is it psychological, but it's physiological. So what goes in the mind goes in the body. Right. So 10 days after the Hoffman, I was um, pain-free because I had broken my neck. Remember? I don't know if you remember, but I'd broken my neck and I was on Norco for years. Never took a pill since. And you're still doing well pain-free, pain-wise? Yep. I'm still doing well uh, stretching a lot of um, walking, uh, gentle exercises, watch what I eat. It's all about um, just balance and just, you know, calming the the system down so that you can be, you know, alive and free and in the moment. So I'd like to just review the Hoffman process a little bit more detail. So what the Hoffman Mm -hmm. process does, it looks at your family patterns of behavior that come from your father or your mother or both. And whether you like it or not, that's what you're trained to do. I mean, you're, you're a young baby. So what happens, you're absorbing your environment. And so whether you adopt your parents' patterns or reject them, either way, your parents' patterns are running the show. So I personally went through psychotherapy for 13 years, which I advocate, but there's a limitation to it because my whole goal is if I just understood my past enough, it would solve it. What Hoffman does, it creates an awareness of these patterns of how they play out They don't try to solve them, but by creating an awareness of where these patterns are coming from, then they give you a set of, I call them three-dimensional tools to actually reprogram your brain a different direction. Is that a fair encapsulation? Absolutely. It's a seven-day process. It's in-house in Napa Valley. I think they're probably still virtual now. I'm not sure what they're doing now. They actually um, are in Petaluma until the, the one in Napa gets rebuilt, I think. Got it. Yeah, unfortunately, the last fire this last time just burned Hoffman to the ground. Yeah. But um, I would say of the of everything I've done in my life, um, I had the same experience you did that Hoffman, I did it in 2009. My wife did it in 2008. Then my son, um, stepdaughter, my daughter-in-law have all done Hoffman process. And it's just transformed our entire family because you become aware that anytime you're anxious or frustrated, you're reacting to something from the past. So something in the present triggers something something from the past. So if you had a traumatic past, more things in the present seem dangerous because in the past they were dangerous. And the the metaphor that uses that of a feral cat, we take a cat raised in the wild, this hypervigilant, hyperreactive, and that cat can't really relax very well. 
and compare that to my spoiled cat now who doesn't know to do anything but relax, um, it's a big difference. So if your nervousness is on high alert all the time, how do you relax? And so the psychotherapy didn't fix these patterns. And the problem is you by just really understanding them doesn't fix them. But Hoffman does what I call an, a three-dimensional neuroplasticity. We have awareness and a separation. They have tools mm -hmm. to do that with the awareness being just becoming aware of the patterns. Then they have, I won't talk about the process at all. And then they have a brilliant three-dimensional reprogramming process, which I call the spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. So the essence of solving chronic pain lies in neuroplasticity. And I've said this over and over and over again, I still believe the same thing that Hoffman does about five years of the back of control or doc journey in about a week. And it just does it in a way that you cannot do in any other setting. Is that a fair statement? 100%. Yep. So it doesn't solve the patterns, but becoming aware of them, they don't keep running your life anymore. So just jumping way ahead in the story, the last, let's take the last year, you live in the Bay Area mm -hmm. and your pain is relatively low. You say your anxiety has dropped way down? Yeah, it's it definitely. And I can even tell, especially like working with Kendra and stuff, I can tell. Uh, I can tell my own system what's happening. Uh, I can figure out, oh, I know exactly where this is coming from. So it's kind of nice to have that along with the, the script, along with the tools. So I'm really able to, to go deeper and, and just, you know, just excavate that, that old stuff out there that never belonged. Right. And so what Hoffman points out, that anytime you're anxious or angry, you're in a pattern. Right. And that pattern is a reactive pattern, but that is not who you are. Right. And it also changes the language around relationships. So when your partner irritates you, why well, you realize that it's not the partner, it's you. It, mm -hmm. You have to own it, which is unfortunate for me because I have to own a lot of stuff. But it's just, I always, and uh, let me just ask you a question. You, you did it mm -hmm. the reverse order, which also works. But um, to me, if you have a chance to do this one week in-house Hoffman process, it's just like you said, everybody should, this should be in the school systems, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. P, yeah, it, this should be PE, like, you know, uh, yeah, let's, let's teach the kids how to rewire and, and, and get, learn about their own bodies, because, you know, uh, it, this is, this is a foundation of how, how we should be living our lives, and it's, it's not taught to us from home. <laughs> right. And, and, and the Hoffman process is also what we call experiential. In other words, right. it's not like you read a book and you're one, two, three, and you're fixed. And Hoffman, you actually get to feel your pain, right? Mm -hmm. And remember with neuroplasticity, it's awareness, separation, and reprogramming. The hardest part of engaging in the doc journey is allowing yourself to feel unpleasant emotions because it's very humbling. Because like you said before, you suppressed a lot. Yeah. And that's what we all do, because what else are you supposed to do? You're not taught anything else. And it's unpleasant to feel uncomfortable emotions. It's also very humbling. And our bias is to become strong to the rest of the world. And being humble is not one of those traits that we're encouraged to create. So what it did for me, it just stripped away label after label after label. But it allowed me to enjoy life at a level that I just didn't know was possible because it's so grounded. Right. Right. Yes, absolutely. Right. I think in my, you know, the way I look at it is it's like, even like, you know, right now, even, you know, I'm very honest and upfront. It's like, you know, 
divorcing it after 20 years. And guess what? It's probably the friendliest, lovingest divorce ever. Because um, I think you come out of the Hoffman with more compassion, with more understanding. And, uh, you know, it, as hard as it is, it's the reality is that, you know, we develop these, you know, the Hoffman calls them negative love patterns. And I was filled with them. And, right. you know, talk about uh, not wanting to feel here, you know, when I was with Kendra, the first thing I said was, I'm going through a divorce after 20 years, but it's going to be okay. <laughs> and she's like, we're going to be working right. for a bit. <laughs> really? So I want to explain, introduce Kendra Bloom for a second. So Kendra is the um, daughter of um, a good friend of mine. And she came to Seattle. Um, so I knew her in the Bay Area and she moved to Seattle about eight years ago. And then for the first couple of years, she wanted nothing to do with my book, The Back of Control. We went back and forth and back and forth. So she finally dove in about six years ago. And then within a year, her life transformed. And then she went to Hoffman herself. And then mm -hmm. she started a group a, and then she became incredibly effective therapist. She's the most effective therapist I've ever worked with. Over oh, yes. Yeah. She's the best. And, Right. She's and so it's not about psychoanalysis, but she allows you to experience uncomfortable sensations and still feel safe. Is that a fair statement? Absolutely. She we we call it like she's my go to nervous system. Like she can dive in. We've been work. We we work. I think I see her at least three times a month or more. And she knows me so well. She's like, you're going into a pattern. No, I'm not. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. And, and can, to have yeah. someone like that. And unfortunately, unfortunately, she's full. And so bum me out. So, uh, but she, she um, runs group settings based on the back end control. She mm -hmm. does somatic work herself. She has a whole dimension of therapy that I can't really offer. And she's been through a tremendous journey herself. She's been mm -hmm. incredibly well-trained. But anyway, the, the essence of solving chronic pain, by the way, is actually allowing yourself to be with pain because pain just yeah. is danger. And if you right. fight the pain, you actually reinforce it. Right. And if you learn to be with the pain, it actually starts losing its power. Then, of course, the big part of Hoffman is two things. One is forgiveness. I mean, mm -hmm. you can't have really have compassion and anger in the same room, right? Right, right. That doesn't and, work. Yeah. And of course, for me, Percy, which I found extraordinarily humbling, is that I didn't think I had any anger. I thought I was fine. And that's really a humbling experience was how angry I actually was. And the, the anger that I had, well, lots of different manifestations of it, but probably the one that's the most deadly is perfectionism, mm -hmm. being self-critical, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And that's not very nice yeah. to yourself. And it drives you to be, quote, successful, but it's really a very deadly way to go. So I want to um, sort of just uh, move um, this part of the podcast for the next episode where we go into what you're doing now and what some of the services you have to offer and what you bring, want to bring into the world. But I'd just like to um, finish this section up with just really talking about how your life has now changed. I know it's not just Hoffman. I know it's my book. It's the website. It's Kendra. It's Hoffman. So one of the messages, messages I always give to people that the doc journey is not formulaic. It's not like you do Hoffman or you do the doc journey or you do Kendra and you're fixed. It's your thing, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm curious what your life is like now compared to say like 10 years ago. 100% different, completely new normal, completely different. 
in the sense, well, first off, um, I am, you know, a lot more, I would say grounded and happy and fulfilled in my heart and in my mind. Like I feel like I have a, a strong purpose. I feel um, like everything I went through uh, was hard, but everything that I, I, all the work I did was worth it because I came out on the other side of it in the sense that I just wanna help people. And I think I always wanted to, but I needed to do that internal work. And just like you, I have been in and out of therapy trying to figure out why I would have this reaction and it never worked. No one ever said, hey, when you experience trauma, we hold it in our bodies. No psychologist that I have ever seen in 20 years, except for at the Hoffman. So right. that was so instrumental because it, a lot of that pain, a lot of that just stripped away. There's just layers of it. You know, the longer we go without addressing it, <laughs> the more it gets in, ingrained. So um, I would say it's, it's all new and it, it's, it's, it's a journey. It's fun. It's I'm, I'm grateful. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, we're so, so excited about this whole, um, the back of control project, the doc journey is that first of all, when you're in chronic pain, um, you do get bounced around the medical system. I was one of those surgeons who was always looking for surgical solutions. I had no idea about the body's physiology and I'm not going to review it again today because most of my listeners really know the process that Chronic pain is a physiological inflammatory response. It is not psychological, has little to do with psychology as far as the actual symptoms. So once you can sort of break out of that, your creativity comes back, your life comes back, but people thrive. So you go from no hope to thriving and the contrast is remarkable. It's a huge contrast. So as a physician, I have the same thing you do that I'm you know, I'm not so happy I went through the suffering, but I'm incredibly grateful that I'm able to give back in a way that I could not have given back without the suffering. So, right. um, so Lisa, do you want, is your project, um, is your project in action at this point? In other words, is, as far as accessing yeah. your project, how do we access what you have to offer? So, we'll talk. Right. You, you can go to the stephoodproject.org uh, okay. and um, people can um, opt to sign up to get information. And we're just, we're starting a, a big, um, awareness project. Uh, there's also, uh, I don't know if there's a link on there yet, but it's called the kids matter charity.com. Mm -hmm. okay. And any um, that that goes to help um, children that are stuck in the system, um, parents, um, just anything that will help um, the future of our kids. Also, uh, yeah, I'm just planning on um, just really um, getting enough uh, adult children of divorce that were just like me that just, uh, you know, stuck in between two extremes and, and still unable to really live a fulfilling life. Right. Uh, and I guess, I guess one of the biggest things is that these patterns do, because we do them out of survival, but it is to, you know, have a, a long lasting, loving relationship with myself and, and someone else, you know, in the future. Um, you know, so there's a lot of exciting things to look forward to, but mostly I, I hope that we create change and awareness so that, um, you know, even in the family courts, because the family courts and the judges, just like the surgeons, they don't know what, they don't know what's happening. They don't understand the, 
the foundation of, of the child's brain and what happens and why it's so easy um, for us to get hijacked like that. Right. So um, my hope is that it helps uh, kids from divorce come forward and, and say, hey, I think that happened to me too. I just, I just don't have the, the proof. It's like, you don't need it here. You don't need the proof, but it's, right. you know, we it's believe there. you. So yeah, great. we believe you. Yeah. Well, thank you. So we're going to talk in detail about the Stepwood Project on the, on the uh, next podcast. But anyway, thank you very, very much for being on the show today. And we'll talk thank in a you. second. Hey, thank you, David. I'd like to thank our guest, Lisa Goodpastor, for being on the show today and for sharing how a combination of reading back in control, the Hoffman process, and working with somatic therapist Kendra Bloom helped her heal from chronic pain and come to terms with her traumatic childhood. I'm your host, Tom Masters, reminding you to be back next week for another episode of Back in Control Radio with Dr. David Hanscom. And in the meantime, be sure to visit the website at thedocjourney.com. Thanks for listening today and join us next week for Back in Control Radio.